raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. So it's clear that the Colts need one more primetime game to show that they're not a very good football team. I want the best for them, but they're not a good team. And no, bringing in Coach Saturday didn't change anything. I'm not saying it can't. I'm saying it didn't. And the people who said, how dare you talk about Coach Saturday that way? What? Could we please stop thinking that everybody's a savior just because they did something once? Building a football team isn't easy. This is what we know. Having a quarterback who can do the job, that's not easy. Just ask the Patriots. Got crushed by the Buffalo Bills 24-10. to 10. But yet somehow, Bill Belichick has at least built a 6-6 six and six team. Something about what he does and his system can actually provide a modicum of results even when you don't have Tom Brady. The Colts don't have Tom Brady. The Colts seemingly don't have anybody who can bring the ball down the field. And without that offense and without an offensive line that can actually get things open for Jonathan Taylor, what do you have? And Taylor's had two good games in a row. Just not enough. JMV joins us from 93.5-1075 The Fan, taking a look at this Colts-Cowboys matchup that will take place uh, there on Sunday night, 8.20 p.m. Uh, this does not look like a good matchup uh, for, for the shoe there, JMV. No, it's not uh, and for the audience either. And here's probably why I didn't get flexed out of this position is because Dallas has such a nationwide draw that they're probably going to get the numbers on NBC anyway, uh, even with the Colts playing at the level at which they are. But, Tony, you kind of look at this. You brought a couple of things up in the lead-in here. This is kind of a perfect storm, I think, for the Colts. And here's why I'm saying this. Dallas is so good coming off the edge and getting after the quarterback. With Micah Parsons, for example, Demarcus Lawrence, for example, uh, their defense really does hassle the quarterback. And there has been no quarterback, no offensive line that has been more hassled this season than what you have seen here in Indy. And coming off that Monday nighter, the offensive line actually in places played decently. Now, still huge mistakes, but, you know, Braden Smith was a guy that handled T.J. Watt. I think everybody was happy with that. But Matt Ryan still struggled. Matt Ryan's arm is a struggle. And I think this Cowboys defense is really going to put the hammer down on the Colts on Sunday night. You just hope it's not quite as embarrassing as that first half was on Monday night at home against Pittsburgh. But there's a lot, not a lot to offer for the Colts against the Cowboys on Sunday night, Tony. When we take a look at what this last week of practice has has been like, um, has has anything changed? Has there been a move made to the offensive line? Has there been a, uh, a thought about whether or not Ryan should be the starter, Matt Ryan should be the starter for this team? Or is it, for them, business as usual? No, Tony, moves have not been made, but questions have been asked. And I'd ask this, especially after Monday, is you know, we've seen Sam Ellinger. All right, that's good. Uh, Nick Fo- or I should say, we see Matt Ryan, and that's not getting it done. And I, I question why you wouldn't elevate Nick Foles. And I know that's not going to thrill anybody, and I'm not trying to find a thrill for anybody right now. I'm just trying to find somebody that maybe could get the ball down the field. And we have not seen Nick Foles where we have – seen everybody else and that question was asked earlier this week and Jeff Saturday maintained that his guy was going to be 
Matt Ryan. This is altogether going to be incredibly interesting, not just for this game on Sunday night, Tony, but for the remainder of the season, the evaluation that is going on. And we kind of sit here and, and talk about Jeff Saturday in terms of, well, he's going to prove himself. And, you know, is he going to do enough to be asked to be interviewed and be this head coach again? I think we also need to ask the question, Tony, is he going to want to do this after this stretch? At the end, is he going to want to come back and be the coach of this team? Or is he going to say, hey, you know what? This bag is not for me. I think I'm going to either go back to TV or enjoy being with my family or whatever. So I maintain this. I don't know if we absolutely can call whether or not he does want to come back right now because outside of that Vegas game, there hasn't been a lot to ride home about. So to me, there are going to be a lot of decisions just beyond the player personnel down the stretch here that's going to lead this Colts team into the offseason and then into next year. Talking to JMV from 93.5, 107.5, The Fan. I mean, you're already talking about looking at, at the draft and, and, and what quarterbacks are there to pick up and then how much uh, rebuilding that's going uh, to to involve. But there have been got teams that pick up quarterbacks in like a, a year in. They're like, all right, we're good to go. Right in the season, they're, 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 they're solid to go. The picking a quarterback seems to be uh, a, a unique kind of art form, uh, much more uh, than just what's on paper, is Chris. Ballard, uh, the guy who can, well, decipher that art? I don't think so, but it doesn't really matter, I guess, what I think. I don't think. I think I've seen enough. Uh, you're going to go into year number seven, and you have backpedaled so significantly here that there's not a lot of hope. So I, I've seen enough. Now, as far as the quarterback situation is concerned, it, right now the way that it looks, I don't know how they're going to end up with all the teams in front of them that also need quarterback help, and they're going to draft it. I don't know how they're going to end up getting the guy that they want. And here's another significant question, Tony, we'll start playing around with as we go through this month of December here is whether or not Matt Ryan's going to be back for year number two. And I know it's easy to say, well, you don't want him back. Look how old he looks. Uh, Look how inaccurate, inefficient, all of that. But what options are they going to have next year? And he might be a significant option. I mean, even if you do draft a quarterback, you still may keep him in that final year of his deal around here because that quarterback's not going to be ready to go. So it's funny, probably 50-50 for me right now, whereas people believe that Matt Ryan's going to be a one-and-done, not so fast, because there is a good chance, good opportunity, I think, that he may play out that second year of this deal here coming up next year, much to the chagrin of a lot of Colts fans. But I don't know what options, at least right now, as you're looking at this team moving forward, they may have at the quarterback position coming up this offseason. And then there's going to be a conversation about coaching. You already saw Sean Payton say, "I want to be with uh, uh, the Chargers or the or the Cardinals." Uh, yeah. Colts, uh, the the third C there didn't come up at all. Um, <laughs> the opportunities against the Cowboys. Wh- what are the bright spots? What is the game plan that works yeah. against this Cowboys team? Which uh, the people over there at ESPN uh, say uh, the uh, Cowboys have an 88 percent chance of winning. Well, let me tell you, you started out right, is Jonathan Taylor. The Cowboys have not been as good against the run this season as they would like to be now. I would also tell you that they're getting better at it. They are getting better at it. You can see them rounding into, other than that Packer game, which was you know mildly disappointing, if not more than that, I'm sure, for Cowboys fans, this has been a consistently good team, even through different quarterbacks on the Dak Prescott injury. You can see this team getting a lot better. But Jonathan Taylor, we'll see if he's going to be able to run the football at all because this Dallas defense has been giving up some yardage, but they are 
are getting better. So I, I guess if there is a glimmer of hope, that is it. And I'll give you another small reason why. This Colts team, for whatever reason, and we saw it against Kansas City, we have seen it in the past, they do step up against the better teams. They do step up against the better teams where we sit here and we talk about how they have absolutely no chance in the world. They are competitive. It seems like they're almost more competitive in those games than they are in some of the others. So if there's a glimmer of hope, it's the fact that they have played well in the past against some of the better teams in the NFL, maybe not to win, but certainly played that role, and that being able to run the football could be there against this Cowboys defense coming up on Sunday night. I'm incredibly doubtful. I don't think they're going to win this game whatsoever, but at the same time, a couple of reasons why that you may maintain a little bit of level of interest on Sunday night when the Colts go to Dallas. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.